broadcasting on the BBC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the BBC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 81 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I've got uh, uh, Damon here with me today, and I've got our friend Ziggy from uh, ZiggyKnowsDisney.com. Uh, we haven't talked to Ziggy in, I don't, gosh, it's been a while, Ziggy, I think. Yeah, I'm trying prob- to remember the lo- Yeah, Maybe probably a year, a year and a half or two years, yeah. yeah I feel like it's been two years. It, it's it does, it's tough. It, it does I, feel that Ziggy, way. I keep telling Tom to get you on. Blame him. Uh, I, thanks, Damon. I know you got my back. <laughs> uh, you know, it's just we we it's a hard it's hard to get people on. Sometimes we're always doing all sorts of different stuff and different formats, and we've been doing some live shows. and And I had actually asked Ziggy to do the live show last time, but uh, Ziggy's on a time difference, and I had asked him kind of last minute, so he didn't even see it until after we had already done it. So that's my yeah. fault. Yeah, tonight I'm because I'm six hours ahead of you guys, so I'm it's twelve thirty over here, and so oh my I'm goodness, I'm pulling I'd... an all nighter for you. I'd be catching Z's like four hours ago. <laughs> I'm a night yeah. owl, so it's okay. That's okay. Poor, poor Ziggy over here is it's you know past midnight. Yeah, <laughs> but it's uh, I appreciate you staying up for us, Ziggy, and I, I know listeners will too. So I, that's more dedication than even I have. Yeah, oh, thanks. For, thanks for having me. I'm glad to be with you guys. Do you want Do you want to introduce yourself to? Because we have a lot of new listeners. Do. Yeah. So if if you want to introduce yourself, talk about your website. Uh, that would be great. Yeah, sure. Uh, my name is Ziggy. So my website is Ziggy Knows Disney. Uh, started it like four years back. And uh, basically, I do a lot of the, mostly the, the parks. Uh, so I cover Disney World and Disneyland for the most part. Um, and I try to do all the news stuff, the latest uh, updates, whatever's going on, and then a lot of trip planning. So uh, if you're planning a trip to, to Disney World, um, especially, then you know, my site is a good a good uh, resource for that. I try to get a lot of um, restaurant reviews, a lot of uh, attraction stuff, and uh, ways to save money, planning your trip, things like that. So, and Ziggy's yeah. been everywhere. That's the other thing. You have to. Ziggy's been everywhere, so he knows. Ziggy does know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's, it's true. It is true. Yeah, I, I've been doing it since uh, well, since I was born. Basically, my parents have been taking me to Disney World since since I was an infant. So been going my whole life and yeah i feel like i've, I've been enough times where i could at least help somebody out and, and you've been to most of the parks too right uh don't i haven't been to the asian parks though okay. so yeah i haven't been to shanghai hong kong or tokyo but i've been to paris and then obviously the all the domestic ones so yeah yeah but disney world for the most part I've, disneyland i've been out maybe five or six times but i mean every year i go to disney world at least like three or four times so that's where most of my knowledge comes from i guess if you want to call it that <laughs> Damon's gonna finally take a trip to Disneyland. I know we were uh, we were we were talking about yes, that before. Yes, he told me. I was. I'm, I'm impressed. I'm really excited for him. Yeah. <laughs> he, but he was. We were having an argument a couple podcasts ago, Ziggy, where uh, he was saying that he wasn't gonna go on any of the rides that were also at Disney World. No, 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 no. Hold on, okay. hold on a second. So, <laughs> Ziggy, sure, what I really some? said was this. I said if I have a limited amount of time, which I will, right? Because we're actually driving out there and driving back, so my time's gonna be a little bit more limited. I am not going to go on rides that are also at Disney World. Right? That's my time savings for myself. I don't see that's a big deal. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, I, I understand that, but I mean, how many days are you going for? I mean, my guess is I'll only be there three, maybe, okay. maybe well, two, I mean, but three. Yeah. That- in in three days, even in two days, you'll be able to do everything. But in three days, definitely. 
But, I mean, but, some some of the some of the rides like like okay, pirates for example. Well, no, like, no, that 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 one I get right. Yeah, but, that's that way better in Disneyland. You got to do that one. But yeah. some of them are some of them are very very similar. I think Space Mountain is also really a lot better in Disneyland. It's a lot smoother. Doesn't okay. trick you around as much. So definitely try that one. Just pirates and Space Mountain. Yeah, but I mean, for for me, what I what I was kind of getting at, so like the Incredicoaster, right? Like, let me ride that. If I ride it once, great. But if I have my opportunity to ride that twice and then miss out on something else that already exists in Disney World, that's what I'm going to do, Tom. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to sorry to say. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, some of the rides are sl- like Big Thunder is even slightly different. You know, there's there's a couple different rides that are um, different. But I like, I get not going on Soren where it's like the exact same thing, right? Well, so like, I get yeah, not doing Soren. But right? even Big Thunder to me, which is not necessarily like a favorite ride of mine in general, you know, I'd rather see the stuff that's way different. That's just me. And again, if I can see the way different stuff more than once, that's what I'm probably going to do. I, I get that. <laughs> Yeah, I get no, that. Makes, makes sense. If yeah. you have limited time, I guess you know that that makes total. Yeah, if I was staying for a week, totally different story. But I, I guess I, I guess Tom, he's he's making baby steps. You know, at least he, <laughs> yeah. we're, get, we're getting him there. Now. He's, exactly. He's in the park almost. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We we just need to get him to care about the Disneyland topics when we talk about them. He will, I guess, when the trip's coming up, right? So <laughs> oh, I don't even know if I will. Like, because Ziggy, I think one of the big things is is that they're they're kind of busting my chops about. Um, Tower of Terror out there. What what is it? It's got the Guardians of the Galaxy Guardians. theme. Yeah, I have no awesome. interest in that. Like Aww. zero. Like do zero you, interest. Do you like Tower of Terror? Is that? Do I do. Know? I do like Tower of Terror, but I just I'm not a Guardians of the Galaxy dude. So like for me, I look at that ride and I just go, it. Oh, it's, man, it's like, like it's like a it's like a party. On, it's like a party on Tower of Terror. I mean, it's it's so high energy, and you yeah. can't you can't not do that ride and then leave without a smile on your face. It's it's well, really really fun ride. And you know what the other thing is too is that for something like specific like that ride is I don't know if my daughter will go on it. So again, that may be one ride that we just don't go on just because she doesn't want to go on it, and I'm not going to be there with anyone else except my own family at that point. And I tried, yeah, and I tried, listen, I try to, at that point, you know, because my wife does so much, right? Like, I try to say, okay, you know what? I'll just let her go on it rather than me and take the boys. So I may end up not riding that ride just for my own self because my daughter won't ride and let my wife go with the boys, you know? Because, again, I don't have this pressing need for it. So I try to make those concessions at least. Yeah, that makes sense. Or, or rides that are super scary that I just don't want to go anymore because I'm a big baby. Because that happened too. <laughs> like we, it, we were at uh, we were at Silver Dollar City, uh, which is like Dollywood, um, and it was great park. Like absolutely loved it. But there was like this big roller coaster, and I'm like, and I knew my daughter wouldn't go on. I was like, Nah, I'm good. Like I'll stay with her. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay. Wait, is it just as you're getting older you don't want to do those? Yeah, yeah it's like, funny. Okay. Like it's funny. Like so, I would go on anything and everything, right? Um, it's kind of the same thing. Like I always used to do like backflips off the high dive. You start to get older, like physically, can I do it? Yeah. But I'm kind of like, mm, nah, I'm good. <laughs> like I'm good. It's like hurt in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm good. I can get past that. So, Hey Tom, it. wait, before we, before we start the first topic though, I yeah, have yeah. to, I have to address these last two reviews. I can't help myself. Normally reviews don't bother me, these but, bothered but, you? but these actually bothered me. Well, so, they're the worst reviews we've ever gotten. So I, well, I can and see and, that. And they, they, you know, again, from, you know, from the standpoint of what they were, they just kind of made me mad. So, you know, this guy listens to the last episode, which there's really no Disney news. And then he's mad because we're just kind of talking amongst ourselves during a live podcast. Right. But what do you want us to talk about? Like, I think these are people that maybe are looking for 
more like DVC math shows, right? Yeah, and that's like, not us. More deep dive into but then, DVC, like, and yeah. But then, and but then to be mad about Jeffrey, the puppet. How can you possibly be mad about Jeffrey? Like, what is going on in your life that you're mad that you can't see a person that you've never seen before? And then there's this awesome puppet, and you're mad about the puppet? So go listen to some of our other episodes. If you're mad, you know, and you listen to, you know, new ones about actual Disney stuff, but that was a little bit of a different show. The the other one, though. Oh, my goodness. The other one. So first of all, <laughs> I should have ne- never told you these are You should have never. T- I would have found <laughs> I them eventually. I should have told you. You would have found them eventually. I would have found them I saw eventually. them and it was like but, I had to tell David. I got to read these. You got to yeah, go read again, them. Yeah. Yeah. There's some, there's some ones that like are about me, but he doesn't, you know, he might have listened to the show, but he has to understand something. When you know, he's a new member to DVC, and this is where it kind of gets on track for DVC. So he's a new member and he's upset that he may lose points. And I understand that as a new member, but I'm telling you, I don't care if I lose points, right? I, me personally, doesn't care if I lose points. Why does that impact you? Why do you care about that? And I've never attacked anyone else about losing points. All I said is, I don't care. Well, and I think you also said when we were having that conversation that you were you understand why people would be upset about losing. Points. Yes. So to me, that review just makes me quite angry because again, it's like you didn't listen, and then you're mad about something you thought you heard. Well, you didn't hear that, so go back and listen to it again. That's the best thing about podcasts. Go back and listen to it again. So yeah, those bothered me. the The <laughs> other ones never bothered me. Those two just kind of bothered me, and I was like, you know what? Like the like the one that we got that was four star that would be changed to a five star if we got rid of Damon. Yeah, like that doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> that's that, my, that's one of my favorites. I love that one. I'd be like, hmm, I really want that five stars. Maybe I should just kick Damon off the show. Exactly. I don't know. You know, it, it's always funny because I think at the end of the day is that you have to have different personalities to make a show enjoyable overall. But when you have a single point, which is, you know, a single person, you know, giving their opinion of a show, if they don't kind of mesh with one of the personalities, this is not going to work, right? Yeah. So, I mean, again, my favorite one probably is the Tom, you know, nails on the uh, chalkboard one, right? Like, I, that to me is funny, right? Like, yeah, yeah. We all, we all have them. And, I, and, I'll, and I'll say to all the people that don't like us, that's great because that means we made it. Right, like haters, yeah. right? That's the way it works. So the, the uh, worst I'm thing A-okay. is when someone doesn't have any opinion of you. Of We'd course. rather you either like or hate us. <laughs> of course, of course. So I had to address this. I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. I, I also just want to say too. You know, Damon, we're somebody said that Trevor and I are afraid to like stand up to you and tell you that. Oh my goodness, wrong. no. And and that's not the case at all. I think on this show. First of all, we try to keep it positive, and we're also not trying to like yell at each other. Like, do you want us to just yell at each other? Do you want this to be like a like a sports show where you just yell at each other over? Dude, each I'm Stephen. Like- I'm Stephen A. I guess yeah, you can there be Max. You go. You're the Stephen. There you go. But I, I don't. We don't want to do that. I mean, we. I think when Damon says something we disagree with, we say that we disagree with it. But there's no reason for us to get angry about it and yell no. at him about it. Like, it's just not and, and not think- in our personalities to do that. And we don't want that the podcast to be that either. So no, and I'm, I'm definitely opinionated. So I mean, you're going to get what my opinion is, no matter what, like, that's what you're going to get. So you can definitely not listen to it. But I understand and how, Tom, how many times do I say I understand that other people yeah. have different opinions. This is just my opinion. So yeah. if you don't like my opinion, that's fine. But that's what I'm going to do. 
But I like Ziggy, so I think we're all uh, we're at least all on board for liking Ziggy. That's right. Yeah, that's Ziggy. Ziggy doesn't get any bad reviews. So that's never. No, <laughs> that is not that's not true. But. You, got some, you got some hate on your website. Uh, you got some... Oh yeah, there's definitely that 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 one guy that's like you know oh you you supposed to capitalize that letter and you, and you didn't do it. It's like okay, did you read anything else? I mean, come on. The people grammar always, police. The grammar yeah, police get you. People are always gonna complain about something, Damon. So don't let, don't let it get you down. Yeah, yeah. Usually I don't. These this, these ones kind of stuck at me a little bit, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to address those. Well, you know, to be honest, too, like we try to be for everybody, but we're not gonna be for everybody. You're not. No. Not everybody is gonna enjoy listening to this. And and truthfully, it's you know, I don't want to make excuses, but it's been hard lately because the, there's not a lot to talk about. We are a news, a DVC and Disney news show. There's not a lot of news to talk about. There's only so many times we can speculate about what the parks are going to look like when they reopen. Like, yeah. you know, there's only so many times we can do that. So I, agree. I, I get it. It's, it's, it's not been, you know, the, the easiest thing to create content recently. And, and, you know, we're doing a different kind of show today, actually. And, and no, we we're going to catch more hate on that. <laughs> Probably. These guys say they do DVC and they don't talk about DVC. <laughs> well, we can. I can talk about the fact that I just I just uh, got an offer yes. accepted on a new contract uh, today. So, but tell, explain, today. explain the whole situation to kind of why you're going about doing this. And I, I think you're actually going to keep them all. But tell me what your plan is. You're probably right about this name. And I. It, so I have had. I, I've talked about it on the show before. I bought a Animal Kingdom contract. I don't know. Last. No, two years ago, probably now. And it was a different use year than my current contract was. And I, I at the time, I was like, oh, it's not going to be that big of a deal. And, and, and truthfully, even though we do a DVC show, we don't know every single scenario. And I didn't realize how much of a pain it was actually going to be. And it, it's been kind of a pain. I don't really like calling DVC to do stuff. I know Damon likes to call, but I don't like to call. I like to do everything online. I like to ask my wife to call. So you, Th- you, you get it right. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. So... I, and so I, I like to do everything online. And with the two separate use years and the two different membership numbers, it makes things a little more complicated. You got to call a lot and it, it's just a little more challenging. And so I had put an alert on a DVC resale markets app for it, for a specific for my use year for a specific amount of points for animal kingdom. And all of a sudden one of them popped up yesterday and it was, it was 107 a point, 100 point contract. Uh, it strips though, so there's no points for the next for this year or for next year. So the my first points don't come until 2022, uh, which is okay. Uh, I'm I'm all right with that. Uh, dues are going to be paid by the seller for the next two years. So even though there's no points, I'm not paying dues until 2022. 20, uh, so that's fine with me. I, it was a good contract for what I was looking for. It was a I, I thought a decent price, and so I, I decided to buy that so I can. You know, the thought is to replace the one that's the other use year. But like you said, Damon, I could see me in 2022 being like, well, maybe I don't want to replace that one. You know, <laughs> maybe I'll just keep it and have all these points. And I, I think, know. you know, and I think for you, that's not a bad thing. You're at a time where, you know, your daughter is going to start loving Disney. And to have those extra points to make Absolutely. those extra trips might be great right now. And then if you decide in the future you want to get rid of the other one, that might make sense. I mean, you know, again, she gets a little bit older. Then you go, well, maybe I don't need so many points. Well, and that's kind of what we were thinking, too, because lately we've been getting – we used to just get studios. But now that we have my daughter, we're like, we can't – if she's going to go to bed at 7 o'clock at night – we don't want to go to bed at seven o'clock at night. So we need a separate space to. I would love to go to bed at seven o'clock at night. <laughs> I couldn't it. if I tried. <laughs> but, you know, it's tough if you're in a studio where, you know, you have a two year old or three year old or even just, you know, any, you know, any age really going to bed that early. 
uh, if if that's something that's consistently happening and all is being in the same or room, husband going to bed that early, is that yeah, or that, saying? yeah, or that. <laughs> this is a challenge for your wife, I'm sure. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so that's kind of what the thought is here is is maybe start getting bigger rooms. And you know, we have a pretty large family, and everybody wants to go to Disney with us and with my daughter. So we're constantly we're like, you know, whose turn is it this time? You know, <laughs> who who's up this time to come to Disney with us? And that's kind of how it's been. And so with more points it can get a little bit easier but i i mean listen this is uh i was talking to derek because I, I i sent this through derek and i literally sent the offer in and within 10 minutes i got an accepted offer and i, I said to derek i was like wow that was fast and he goes he goes yeah it's amazing how quickly you can spend ten thousand dollars <laughs> i was like i know it's just it's uh it's it's such a quick process when you start it off like that when the with the uh you know from making an offer to getting it accepted uh you know i'm sure it can take longer sometimes but the two contracts i've done so far i've been like within 15 minutes i've gotten an accepted offer so so yeah so i i just got a new contract maybe as long as disney doesn't buy it back and uh you know as long as nothing else happens but so there's your dvc topic for the day yay <laughs> we covered that right uh, so what we wanted to do this show, we wanted to do something a little bit different. We, I was just talking about a little bit, things have been, let's say sad and gloomy and, and, um, you know, nothing has been happy and, you know, and for all, most of us, and I'm sure Ziggy, I don't want to speak for you, but uh, this, you know, Disney's our happy place. This is where we go to escape real life and we can't do that right now. And, and we've been, you know, the past couple shows have been, it's been kind of a, I don't want to say a bummer, but I mean, I still enjoy doing you, the show, you, but we're met Jeffrey. I How could did. that possibly be a bummer? <laughs> we did, but it's it's just the the topics are are not the most exciting to talk about. So we decided to do something a little bit different this time. We we asked, and we do have some other news topics that are not necessarily park related. Uh, we're, we're dude, I'm I, I, the Endor stuff. I'm all in to talk about that. Oh, you're all about that, right? So we're going to talk about some park stuff, but not about the parks being closed or about them opening again or any of that. We're not getting into any of, any of that today. We're talking about things that could have been. We're talking about movies, possibly. We're talking about lots of stuff so we had asked for listener topics on the group and we got a bunch of them and and by the way thank you all for submitting them we're not going to cover them all today just letting you know we got a lot of them so we're going to do some of them the ones that we uh we you know can do today and then we'll save some for future shows but i like this first one from uh gwendolyn do you want to guys do you guys want to do this one i think this is a good one let's do, sure. let's do everything we got here yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, yeah. let's do it up all right, so let's start here. So this is uh, this is called Would You Rather, and she threw a couple out here, and actually she put some more on the Facebook page. I challenged her to do more than the four that she sent us, but she said, Would You Rather? So the first one is stay non-DVC or do a five-way split stay. I'm guessing she means five different resorts, right? That's brutal. <laughs> that's brutal. Yeah, that's, can, that's brutal. Can I go first? Of course you can. Do it. Do it. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll do non-DVC for sure because five five different resorts in one stay is really tough. I The last trip I just did, I, I wanted to um, to do some recent reviews on some of the hotels. So I went to um, Port Orleans, French Quarter, Riverside, and the Riviera Resort in like five days. So I did three resorts in five days. It was tough. I thought it was going to be, oh, this is going to be no problem. It'll be super easy. I'll just go. It was, it was bad. And so after the second, <laughs> after the second switch, I was like, why did I do this again? I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking when I planned it. So it sounds really cool. Oh yeah. I'll see a new hotel every you know few days or something, but it gets hard. And if you have, if you have kids and it's even worse, so hotel for me or, you know, non-DVC for me. Z- Ziggy, what'd you think of the Riviera? I'm curious uh, what your review of Riviera was. 
I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, we um, – so I don't know. Maybe it was because – I don't know. Maybe it was because they figured I had a website or something. But I had an actual um, – my my stay was for the very, very small room, which is the um, the, the tower suite. The tower studio? Yeah, the tower studio. Sorry. And it's basically just like – there is no bed. It's a, a pull-out bed from the wall. It was a trundle. And um, so it was me and my dad. And so we got there and we're like, uh, this is not going to be very fun. And the manager, when he saw the surprise in our faces, like, oh, I think I can hook you guys up. So he actually put us in a two bedroom. <laughs> he put us in for the same for the same price. Yeah, we talk had, about we, pixie dust. Their next topic is pixie dust experiences. That is that is yeah, pixie dust right there. It, it was because I had I wanted to do a review on both rooms. It was my first uh, you know time staying there, so I got the tower um, uh, the tower studio, and then the other one was a one bedroom. But we ended up staying both nights in the two bedroom, and then he just gave us a tour of the other one so I could take pictures and stuff for the website. So it worked out awesome. But the grounds are really cool. The they have two pools, which are, are both very nice. Um, the location is awesome because you're right in the middle of Hollywood Studios and Epcot. You're you know accessible from the the Skyliner. So uh, the restaurant Topolino's was amazing. We had breakfast, the character breakfast there, and we had dinner there. And I keep every, hearing that Topolino's breakfast is like the best in, on property. Everyone's telling me that. Yeah, no, it, it is. It is really, really but, good. But so, what? It, what would you say breakfast wise? Again, I'm I'm all about food, right? So, yep. what what makes it so good? So, I think there's a a definite step up in quality from the breakfast there to compared to any other character breakfast okay. you know, on on property. So, I mean, it, it's not a buffet. So, if you're looking to have like five plates of food and Okay, and, and it's not it, that's not what it is, but what you're getting is a very, very, very high quality, you know, breakfast. So I think they they brought us um they brought us a tray full of like croissants and pastries and, and things like that with some different um, spreads like a Nutella spread and some different jams and whatever. And then they um my main course was a, it was a steak on on like a bed of cheesy polenta with some potatoes, but the steak was not like your typical breakfast steak that you would get at Denny's or something like that. It was a, you know, like a $40 steak that you would get for dinner. It was a really, really nice steak and perfectly executed. The, you know, the, you could just tell the quality was there. So I'm, I'm pretty, you know, a stickler about, about that. I don't like, if I'm going to spend the money, I don't want it to be cheap tasting. And, and also the view is amazing because you're up on the top of the, the resort. So you have a, a awesome panorama and the characters are really good too. You get all the, um, you get Minnie, Mickey, Donald, and uh, Daisy. I believe those are the four that were there. So you know some pretty good characters too. So yeah, overall, we we loved it. Yeah, I, I keep hearing that tub. And I had for my April trip that I was supposed to go on, uh, I had Topolino's scheduled for breakfast, but obviously that didn't happen. So I, I'm trying to reschedule it for my for my future trip here because I, I am. I like you said, I've I've just heard from everybody that it's that it's the best character breakfast. So I'm excited to check that out. So yeah, I'm glad you, to hear that you like the resort though too. Yeah, no, everything they they treated us amazing. The the only thing I would say that was a little bit you know the downside is it is a little bit expensive. But uh, as far as it's very, very clean, there's a, a high quality, like, you know, it's, it's built well. Um, you just have a really good feeling when you're there. And even though you're spending maybe a little bit more than, I don't know, if you were going to stay down right down, uh, you know, 100 meters away at the Caribbean beach or something, you're going to spend less, obviously. But, you know, you're, you're getting a high quality, 
you know, resort in my opinion. So yeah, we, my dad loved it. My dad wants me, wants me to take him back again. So <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, well, I guess I, that was a good, that was a good tangent, but uh, so I'll, I'll answer this question. I would rather, it, it depends on how long my trip is, uh, the, the non-DVC or five-way split stay. Cause I think I could deal with a five-way split stay if I was there for like three weeks. Right. Like if I was there for like three weeks and I was staying at each resort for like three nights at a time or something like that, then I think I could handle it. But outside of that, I'd probably go non-DVC. Yeah, I think in her head, she was probably thinking, and again, I don't want to necessarily speak for Gwendolyn, but like she was probably thinking one or two days max at each place. Yeah, I think that's probably what her thought was. And that's that becomes tough. See, would I do a five way split stay moving every two days? Yeah, I would. But no one in my family would. So I think for the sanity of my family, I'd have to say non-DVC. You know, and the other thing is, too, I don't know how you guys feel. Again, I, here I go. I'm going to probably catch some, you know, Disney hate on this. But <laughs> I'm getting to the point where I've seen so much Disney. Like, there's some pretty cool hotels in Florida. Like, you know that the Gaylord Palms, right? Like, I, I love that place, right? So for me, I wouldn't mind seeing some non-DVC. Or are we talking non-DVC or non-Disney? Like, is that – like, that to me is – well, that's yeah. I think she's. I, I think she's referring to like the the resorts that are like you know like Port Orleans or Caribbean Beach know? or. Oh, I, I think so. I think that's what she's. Bit, I think that's what she's saying here. Yeah. Yeah. That, oh, that's then I, I definitely. Yeah. So then I would definitely say I'd say non DVC. I yeah, mean, I, I, before I was DVC, Disney. that's all I stayed was non DVC, right? So. Yeah. But again, so so now I'm going to change the question a little bit, though. So now it's non on site Disney or five way split stay. Oh, okay. So that that one to me gets a little bit more interesting. I would probably do non Disney because again, that's where my head w- was leading. Even though I misread the question, so <laughs> I want everyone to right. pay for my mistake and have to answer that question too. There you go. There you go. Oh, you want me to answer that? Yeah, I'm I'm still going split stay on that because I, I to be honest, I don't I can't. I, besides, like the Four Seasons and a couple of the other ones around there. I mean, I would definitely like to stay at the Four Seasons. That seems really nice. Well, but <laughs> I stayed at that one with the ducks. What was that one again? Where you get to lead the duck walk. What are you talking about? <laughs> the Peabody. Oh, so th- okay. there was this awesome hotel in um in Orlando where there's these ducks that get led through the hotel. I, b- I believe it's the Peabody. And go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm like, what? I, I, what? The, the ducks get led through the hotel? What? Yeah, it's a duck march. I don't even know if that hotel exists anymore. Huh. Um, but anyway, it was down there. I think it, the one in Florida doesn't exist. I think maybe just the one in Memphis. And I actually, I knew somebody that worked there. Uh, she was a friend from doing some, you know, the website stuff. And she was like, Hey, I know you're not staying here, but come down. And my kids were pretty young. She was, you know, I'll pick your kids to lead the duck march. And I was like, um, okay. I don't know what that means, but sure. It was awesome. Like the kids get to go in front, like and parade the ducks from their, where they're staying to the, I think it was the the rooftop, like there's like a roof, is it on the roof maybe or some balcony? There's, you know, where they lead them to a fountain and it's awesome. Like there's some cool things non-Disney as well. And that was one I'm glad that I saw and was able to get the opportunity. Now, if, listen, if my kids weren't leading it, it might've been different, but like, it's pretty cool. So that would be like what, what I would say. Yeah. So you, there's, besides the four seasons, there's still some pretty cool stuff down there. The Gaylord does, Palms is really nice, man. Yeah. Does, that's true. Does the, does the swan and dolphin count? No, because that's not a Disney resort, and it still doesn't count. Sorry, uh, I'm just I'm, asking. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not letting you have that one on my new made-up question. Because <laughs> I wouldn't, I, I would have no problem staying there because it's right in the middle of the action. So I understand. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah, good, Ziggy. Yeah, no, I would, I would 
Definitely stay off-site if it meant switching hotels five times or four times in a span of you know every day or every other day. That's that's too much. As as Damon said, there's some pretty cool hotels in Orlando, so that, that wouldn't be bad to me. All right, let's let's do this next one. Ride the monorail or the Skyliner. I'll, I'll go first on this just because I'm already talking. <laughs> I am going to go... I love the monorail. The monorail is like one of those weird things that like from childhood for me is you know something I remember. I, I, I remember riding in the front of the monorail one time, kind of getting to ride with the driver. So it's, it's a sentimental thing for me. However... I love the Skyliner. I think I go Skyliner here because I, you know, the monorail when there's a lot of people can fill up and then you're done. You know, you got to wait for the next train to come in. The Skyliner keeps moving, right? And it keep that line moves quick. It was so convenient. The views were great. It was quiet. It was kind of intimate almost where, you know, you have your own space. It was awesome. So I'm, I'm going Skyliner. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you. Um, you know, the monorail for me, the same thing I grew up, with it so there's always a, a nostalgia whenever you get on the monorail but it, it's hot like so a lot of the times the air conditioning doesn't work it smells bad half the time i mean the skyliner is awesome i i, I love it i've now been able to on my last like three stays i've been able to be down there when you know and ride it around and every time it's we have we've never had any issues it's it's quick it's actually really cool uh like actually like physically cool um there's a nice airflow in there uh, I find it's it really surprisingly cool. windy in them. You, you, yeah. don't, you don't like when you're in them, there's so much airflow coming through. It's, it was, it surprised me when I did that. Yeah, it is. And, and there's like, as you said, there's not usually a long line for it. It moves very quickly. Um, a lot of the time they give you your own cabin. I mean, even, uh, or maybe just with a couple other people, but I've never been in it with 10 people, which is the max amount of people that you can get in there. So I, I love the skyline. I'm with you. So for me, I would also say Skyliner. The monorail's just beat at this point. Like I'm just, I'm over it. I, I hate to say it. Like, and there's really, you know, for me, there's really no nostalgia there. Like the monorail is just a, a way for transportation for for me personally. Um, so I would definitely say Skyliner. And again, I think that if we're talking in the future, right? Skyliner to me seems very less uh, social distanced than the uh, monorail. Yes. Yes. So I'm, I'm on board with that. I, I, you know, the the math might change on that a little bit if they get new monorail trains at some point, although that doesn't seem very plausible right now with, you know, the, the financial stress the company's yeah. going through. Those are expensive. So I, I don't see that happening anytime soon. I mean, they need to. These things are way past their life. And like Ziggy said, they smell like a barn every time you get on them. So it's, you know, my, I always my, call that. Go ahead. Sorry. Like, yeah, no, sorry. My, my guess is that they're going to expand the Skyliner eventually. Like, I think it sets up perfectly. It'll, it could go over to Disney Springs on one side. It could go over on the other side to uh, Animal Kingdom. I think you're going to have that whole section of Disney World eventually connected because to me, the, to me, they've been a pretty good success, and it would it would make a lot of sense. And the buses at Disney Springs stink. Oh yeah, they're yeah, so infrequent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that would be great. I love Disney Springs, so for me that would be awesome. And that leads into the next question. Dun, oh, dun, dun, you want to do this one, Damon? You yeah, want to do so this one? to do a resort-only stay in Walt Disney World, they'll go to Vero Beach, Hilton Head. This is a little bit tougher for me because if you want to dig into my, you know, nostalgia and, you know, happy place and, you know, my family's gone. Like, you talk about Hilton Head for me because we went every single year. Like, even if I don't go to Disney this year, I will still drive to Hilton Head. And if I had to, because my kids have gone every year, if I had to go, I'd go to Hilton Head, drive in, go to the beach take a picture, get in the car, come back home, I would do that. So Hilton Head is somewhere that is a tough one. Um, 
I'm going to still say Walt Disney World Resort just because I'd be going to Hilton Head for something else anyway. So it doesn't make sense. And there's so much that we haven't explored in the resorts. And by resort only stay, I mean, you still have Disney Springs. So again, that's got to be included here is my assumption. Oh, but even for sure. Yeah. yeah. But even if you kept me just at the resorts only and didn't even let me go to Disney Springs, there's so many things that I haven't explored in the resorts that you never have the time to do. So I would do that. But only if I was going to Hilton Head at another point during the year. That's what I'll say. That's fair. That's fair. I, I, I'm with you. I would think I would do a resort only stay. Uh, like you said, I, I, we're always so busy running from one park to the next and one reservation to the next. We never really do any of the stuff that's at the resort and they do stuff all day at the resort. There's activities all day and there's, you know, there, but there's also the miniature golf courses. There's all sorts of other activities you can do stuff on the lakes. You know, you can go fishing. You can rent a boat. I mean, there's all this other stuff that you can do that you don't need to be going to the parks for. So that's, that's what I would go with too. As much as I love Hilton head and i would love to be in hilton head i'm talking i'm good with a resort stay yeah i'm 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 with you um you know if you think of a place like my favorite resort is the the yacht and beach club so just i could stay at the beach club for a month and and be completely happy with that i prefer the pool to the ocean anyway so but so if i had to choose then i would i would do that resorts resort only stay all right that makes sense uh, so the next, I think Tom, we should you, move you, on to the next topic. Yeah, because you know that we're 30 minutes in. We haven't even gotten past the first listener <laughs> topic. Just, just I mean, saying. That's why I said we probably weren't going to cover all these. I, so. I think you were probably right. I'm going to have to take back to say we were because it's not going to happen. <laughs> because there's just too many things, right? So I, and I, so the next one, Rob had put out Disney ranks top five rides, quick service, transportation, DVC resorts, table service. Maybe we just, uh, maybe obviously we can't do top five for all these. That's a lot. That's a lot. So, um, let's just pick maybe. Wait, wait one a or second. Two. You, wait, you're going to, you're going to skip over pixie dust and the last oh, yeah, Gwendolyn's can, topics. We could talk, we can talk. Well, we got to finish Gwendolyn's full thing first, right? The, we'll we'll oh. make it quick now. I was trying. I was trying to, you know, move on to the next one. But okay, stay longer in an AKL uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge Value Studio, or one third of the time in a one bedroom at Grand Floridian. Uh, I'd stay as long as I can. I always want to stay as long as I can. That's easy. Yep. Me too. I'm in the same place. Me, me three. Yeah, I don't mind a Value Studio. I, in fact, I had a Value Studio booked for my next trip. Oh wait, no, I didn't. I take that back. Sorry, it wasn't Value. It was uh, Parking Love View. So never mind. Uh, <laughs> Next thing, pixie dust experiences from Allison. I, I, who wants to start on this one? I'll start. My, mine was easy. It was on my birthday. We didn't have a reservation at a place you needed a reservation. They gave me a reservation and they gave me free dessert. Boom. Nice. That was good. I uh, go ahead, Ziggy. You want to do yours? Sure, sure. Um, yeah. So I've always found, on all of our stays, you know, the the cast members to be very, very helpful, um, especially in in the resorts. Um, I think it was two years ago when we were staying at the beach club, we got into the room and it was just very dirty. Um, it was like, it almost hadn't been cleaned at all. And it, it was the first time that it, that had happened to us before. And so we, we complained about it obviously. And so they put us in another room, no problem. And it was almost the same situation. So at that point we were pretty irritated, but they ended up giving us a whole bunch of free stuff to, to make up for it. And uh, you know, to, to show how, how really sorry they were. I mean, they, they gave us, I think, fast passes for, I don't know, four days in a row. We had three extra fast passes each. They gave us a bunch of you know, free credits towards uh, dining uh, that we could use. So they, they they always make up for whatever 
small errors there, you know, that they do some from time to time. So we've always, that was one of the ones that stands out to me. Nice. I, I have a and, similar... And that's funny, though. Hold on. Because yeah, that's yeah, funny, yeah. though, because Ziggy just told us another one, which is almost as good right before the show. So, right? What, what was the other one before which the show? Which one was that? Was that during the show? Is the show so long that I forgot that was the beginning <laughs> of the show? <laughs> the Riviera. That? Yes, that was actually part oh, of the yeah. show. Oh, yeah. It's just been so long. I didn't want to repeat myself. So, that was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, getting upgraded to a two-bedroom over that, that uh, studio. Oh, my goodness. I'm tired already. It's been 30 <laughs> minutes, and I can't even remember the show. Keep it together, Damon. Uh, <laughs> so, mine is definitely my honeymoon. Uh, we stayed club level. And when you stayed club level at that point, and I don't know if this is still the case or not, but when we were staying club level on cash, obviously, we weren't we weren't members yet we had like a concierge type of thing. So we didn't book anything for ourselves. We sent, uh, you know, emails to the concierge and they booked all like the special stuff we were doing. And so they had booked a, uh, a carriage ride at a wilderness at Fort wilderness. Right. And, you know, carriage ride through the woods and we get there and there's no carriage there. And we're like, what the heck's going on? We have this carriage ride, you know, that they sent us an itinerary. We have the time, right. And we had busted, ourselves to get there we had we were at a our dining reservation had taken way longer than we thought we were at um artist point before you before you know it got switched over but we were at artist point and it took forever and we just barely got there in time and so the carriage finally comes like 20 minutes later and they were like we don't have a reservation for you we don't know what you're talking about and they showed us the paper our names weren't on it and i'm showing them the email my itinerary and they're like what are you talking about? So anyway, I wrote I wrote an email to the concierge explaining what happened. The next morning, we had had scheduled a uh, a, a private. It wasn't a private safari, but at Animal Kingdom, I don't, and I don't know if they still do this actually. But it was an early morning safari. It was like a private safari with you know a small group of people, maybe like ten fifteen people, and one of the zookeepers actually drives you through the safari and you know tells you facts about the animals and it's a behind the scenes thing, right? It was I think it was like over a hundred bucks a person. So this thing leaves at six o'clock in the morning. We get down to the lobby at six o'clock in the morning and the concierge manager, the guy that like manages club level, I don't know what his exact thing was, but he was a higher up person was standing there waiting for us. (laughs) And he found us and he said, here's what I'm going to do for you guys. He goes, this tour you're about to go on. This is free. He goes, and and then he says, I'm also going to give you uh, I think it was a $750 room credit. Like literally seven hundred fifty dollar room credit, and then he said, "I'm also going to book you guys uh, on." You know, he said he said I looked at your your trip, and he goes, "I'll book you on Thursday night, whatever it was, uh, private firework cruise uh, at uh, on um, not Bay Lake on a uh, Seven Seas Lagoon to watch the fireworks, which is normally again a couple hundred bucks." So we got well over a thousand dollars for that one little snafu, uh, and I think it was partly because it was our honeymoon. They went a little extra overboard because obviously it was you know plus. We were at club level for that trip, uh, but but man, they they really did a lot to make up for it. So they gave us, I think they gave us two free tours, the the uh, the fireworks private tour, and then and then like seven hundred fifty dollars. It was nuts how much they gave us for that. So so that was my biggest pixie dust experience. I mean, it was a screw up, but yeah. Yeah, no, it, re- it really, I mean, it was it was incredible. It was way more than we expected. I, I literally, I think when he was telling me all this, I think I was just standing there with my mouth open, like, seriously, you're going to do all that? That's crazy. So, okay, so we got Rob here. Rob has top five Disney ranks. So top five rides, quick service, transportation. This is too hard. This is too hard? Uh, it's too hard for me. I think we should just do, like, top five rides <laughs> or DVC resorts. <laughs> 
Yeah, I could do that. These, this is too hard for me. Like, I do one of these at a time. All right. What, what does top five transportation mean, though? I mean, there's only what five methods of transportation at Disney. So. <laughs> Wait, so we're, we're ranking them? I guess. I guess, yeah. I guess put them in order or something. Buses first because they're the best. No, what? Okay, I'm kidding. <laughs> Wait, uh, I'm just trying to think. Are there five? There's boat, monorail, Skyliner, bus, and walking. M- minivans. Oh, minivans, minivans. and you walking too. You're right. Walking, I guess, walking is, is transportation. Up there. Walking would be dead last for me. Uh, <laughs> no, dude, I think walking is better than buses any day of the week. Like, oh. if as long as it's under two miles, let me walk. Like, I'm already walking. What does it matter? Just, you know, it's kind of like a runner. Like, you just keep running. Like, I just keep walking. Like, I'd rather just walk. I know when I'm going to get there. I know there's going to be no problems. I don't know. I'm about I'm about that. No, I get it. I, I get it. Go ahead, Ziggy. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I would go number one Skyliner for me. And then the rest of them are kind of... I don't know if I can really put one ahead of the other. I guess I would go uh, monorail to boat three. Um, yeah, the buses are probably dead last for me. I guess minivan four and the buses last because the same thing with Damon. You're, you're always waiting forever for those things, and especially after the park empties out, it's you know you might as well you might as well walk over taking a bus for most of them. I think my ranking is the exact same as yours. <laughs> so I think I'm going to say the same as Ziggy's. <laughs> Wait, but you, you rank, you still rank walking over buses? Yep. Okay. Uh, no, buses over walking. <laughs> oh, buses over walking. Okay. I, I don't it depends, yeah, yeah, it depends. It depends how far it is. I mean, like sometimes um, the yacht beach, the yacht and beach club are usually together with the boardwalk and the swan and dolphin, but it always seems like the buses drop you off at the boardwalk first. And so most of the time, even though it's a, you know, what five or ten minute walk, but we'll, we'll get off there first instead of continuing on the on the bus because it's you know I, I don't mind walking either. I I don't mind walking. It, it just depends how much my feet hurt at that point. If my feet, if we're like day five in the trip and my feet are killing me, I'm not walking an extra fifteen minutes to my resort. Like we did that, we walked from Hollywood Studios to Boardwalk, and that w- walk is nice. It's along the waterway, and it was fine. But my feet were killing me at that point. Got to go percussion massager, man. You're all good after that. I I got to do something. I, I, I've i not. Better I've tried shoes, and failed many times to find proper footwear for Disney. So. Oh, see, I, I think I have proper footwear now. So. All right. That's its own new show. I think I think you're right. The rest of these are like, dude, dance. I probably could spend a whole episode on. We probably could. Yeah, we probably could. So let's uh, do we want to do top five rides at least or DVC? Yeah, rides? <sighs> I'm, curious to, I'm curious to hear what you guys are going to say about the rides. Oh, I don't even know. Like, that's what's so tough. I, I, I don't even know. Like, rides is tough for me. Um, if I had to go top five, right? It's top five what? Top five now? Top five of all time? Like, what, what are we talking? Let's go all time. I think we should Yeah, go all, all time. time. That's fine. Ooh, all time. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, number Ooh. one. Not even a question. Um, number two is Ellen. Number three you can laugh at that, Ziggy. I heard you, you can laugh at that. That's Ellen, I heard you. Come on, man. <laughs> I love Ellen. I love Ellen. Uh, that's number two for me. Um, number three, probably Rock and Roller Coaster. Okay, so uh, four, Toy Story Mania. <sighs> Five. Yikes. Alien Encounter? Is that, is that in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you. Thank you for the for the, for the the handle. Actually, now that you're going to make me switch them, now you reminded me of Alien Encounter. All right, so Alien Encounter has to be above... Toy Story Mania for sure. So that brings it to four. What did I say even three was? Rock and Roller Coaster? Yeah, yeah. Alien Counter's over that. So that's three. 
It doesn't. It doesn't beat Ellen because I love me the Ellen. So yeah. I'm gonna say that it goes. Yeah. So that that would be three, and then just put the other two. That that's a that's a good handoff, Tom. I appreciate that. You're welcome. That's that's what I'm here for. Uh, <laughs> we say because we're not going water parks. I'm gonna just exclude no, water we're, parks. We're excluding water parks. Okay, yeah. fine. Okay. I'm gonna go number one for me is Big Thunder. I've said this many times. That's my favorite ride at the parks. I will ride it a hundred times. Uh, I love Big Thunder, so that's number one. Uh, number two is gonna be Soren. Number three is going to be, everyone's going to laugh at me and I don't care, the people mover. Love the people mover. Don't know why. It's just a thing for my wife and I. We love the people mover. Number four is going to be 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. I'm with you on this, Damon. It's in my top five. I love that ride. That's another one I remember from childhood. Still very sad it doesn't exist anymore. Although it still kind of does at Disneyland, Damon. So there's something. You can kind of relive it even though it's Nemo themed. Wait, why? What's at Disneyland? It's it, they have twenty thousand leagues under the sea. You but go under the water. Yeah, it's Nemo themed, but yeah, no, I, I, I'm riding that. Yeah, not yeah. down with that. They got that at Disney. Always going. Always. Yeah. Going. <laughs> Had I known that, I already would have been there three years ago. <laughs> well, they. I mean, they only made that con- that transformation to Nemo. I mean, I mean, it wasn't recent, but it was. It wasn't that long ago. So, I mean, it's it's still essentially the same ride. It's just now Finding Nemo themed. And then uh, number five, where was I? Oh my gosh. I'm totally, I totally forgot what I was going to do. Jungle Cruise. Done. Ziggy, go ahead. You're up. Okay. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna base it like on all time, but I my cause my, my list at the moment is going to, is going to be totally different. Cause I have rise of resistance at, at number one right now because I, and neither one of us have been on that yet. So we can't judge. Oh <laughs> man. Yeah. To me, that's, that, that's the most incredible ride they've ever made hands down. So I would at the moment, but as far as like my all time, just the which ones I love, I'm, I'm not gonna put that at number one. I'm gonna say five. I'll do, I'll do Flight of Passage number five. Um, I totally forgot about that ride. <laughs> yeah, that's up there. That's sick. Yeah. See, I don't like that ride, so for me, that's fine. Oh man, how do you not like that ride? What, what don't you like about it? He likes he likes Navi River Journey better. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. Flight Flight of Passage is a video. Like I can just go put my Oculus on right now, and that's the same thing. My Oculus might even be better. Oh, <laughs> that's how I th- honestly. That's how I feel about that Ziggy. Like it's just Seriously? a video game to me, and I just don't care for it. Like I'll go on it, but like it doesn't. Man, it doesn't it move my, me. It gets it gets my heart racing every time I'm on it. It makes me feel like I'm really flying. I don't know. I'm, I'm with you, Ziggy. I'm with you. <laughs> Trust me. I, you too, get, I, too cartoony for me. You got to go with my wife because my wife she screams the whole time, and you'll 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 you'll, you'll feel like you're riding something. That makes it better. <laughs> no, um, so yeah, I'm gonna do flight of passage number five. Then I'll go. Man, I think I'll go rise of resistance uh, for number number four, just as like my all time list because the other ones I have the next three I have more nostalgia towards. Um, number three, I'll do Tower of Terror because um, that's that's awesome. I remember. The, the the first time I went on it back in '95 as a as a little kid and to me that was amazing, um, and I that version in Walt Disney World is still the best to me. Um, then number two, I'm gonna go Splash Mountain. Um, again, that's a classic. I could go on that all day long, unless it's you know December or something. But it's a it's an awesome ride for almost any season. And number one, it has to be Pirates. Uh, and you give me any form of pirates in any any park, and I'll do that all day long. It's pirates is amazing to me. I like it. I like it. 
All right, so let's say uh, of the topics that we still have here, let's pick one more because we do really. Have a lot of- I'm tired already. Can we? Uh, we got those? a lot of other stuff to talk about, though. Yeah, not- I want to. I want to make sure I talk about the indoor stuff. So let, let's just let's table those. Do you want to do one more before we get there? Or do you want? No, to- I don't. Okay. I don't. I want to. Pre- I want to listen. What we're going to do is we're going to make Ziggy come back. We're going to make him stay up again until twelve thirty for you know another episode. And we'll do. And more then of he's going. We're going to do more of these. Yeah. Yeah. That that's good because I, there's a lot of them that I wanted to talk about. So yeah, if you have me back again, oh, we can do we'll it. Definitely have you back. Let's 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 see if we can do one more here in like two minutes. Oh, so goodness. which one? Which one did you really want to talk about as the guest, Ziggy? You could pick one more. <laughs> Um, hmm. Let me see. How about how about the one about the the movies? Which which movie doesn't have a ride in Disney World, and which which uh, you know? Fit. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna say since since Disney now owns uh, Alien, uh, I'm gonna say they put they resurrect the Alien Encounter ride and put it in Hollywood Studios. That's mine. Oh man! Interesting. I, I, yeah, I mean. It already had a. I don't know if that bring counts. It, well, no, it didn't because it wasn't the the alien from Alien, right? So, and initially the plans were to use that alien, and then they didn't. It was a uh, I forget what it's called, xenomorph, right? They were going to use that, but then they they couldn't use it for whatever reason, and now they can. Lame, lame. I would, I would, I would go on. I would go on it. I mean, I would go on it, but that's 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 lame. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Well, let's hear yours then. <laughs> I don't even know. Like, what? What? Movie? You want a Gravity Falls ride? Is what you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I, I I guess. I mean, that would be kind of cool. Actually, I don't even need a ride per se, but like the Mystery Shack. Like all done up, just the shack as like a, as a walkthrough, kind of like Swiss Family Robinson. That's what they do. Just redo Swiss Family Robinson Mystery Shack, but that's not a movie. That's cool. the thing. So they said Disney movies, so that okay, doesn't really true. count. I took it uh, as Disney property. No, I think that I think we have to go movies here, and that that one becomes tougher for me than if you tell me what Disney movie. I mean, does the Ducktales movie count? Yeah, sure. Why not? It's a Disney All right, movie. It's a, the 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 lamp one. All right, I, I'm in on that Disney movie, and I don't know. Well, let me see what the ride is. So, I mean, Scrooge's Money Bin obviously is set to the Gringotts. Right, so kind of the same thing as Gringotts over in Universal, but Ducktales. All right, that's cool. The, so as I was thinking about, it, there's a lot of actually Disney properties that don't have rides. I don't know if you if you if they meant an attraction because something like Beauty and the Beast doesn't have an actual ride in Disney World. That's a uh, fair point, actually. Yeah, you know, and I was like, how is that possible? And also, I was thinking about it, the Lion King. They don't have a ride either. So uh, the princess and the frog tangle. There's like a, there's a bunch of them. So if I if I was gonna choose one of them, I would go for a Lion King uh, attraction. Maybe some kind of a dark ride. Uh, put it over in in Animal Kingdom. Obviously, I think that would be a good fit for it. Because um, I mean, it's like that's maybe the it's one of the biggest Disney movies of all time, and there's no ride for it. How how is that even possible? It's a good point, Ziggy. Never really thought about that. Yeah. I mean, the show is awesome that they have at Animal Kingdom, but... but yeah, everything else. The Lion King is awesome. Yeah, for sure. Okay, cool. Well, we're going to move on to some other things. Before we do that, though, uh, we Damon and I actually did an interview here. I don't know. Damon, you want to introduce yeah, yeah, yeah. this interview? This is, uh, this is your guy here, so... Yeah, so actually, this was an interesting one that kind of came way to me from my website, so bscdkids.com, if Tom's going to let me plug that. Appreciate that, Tom. I'm going to edit uh, that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he they kind of wanted to do an interview about 
uh, this awesome pirate ship playground. And then when I saw that it was at Hilton Head, I said, oh, this actually makes sense for us over here at the podcast because it is going to be close to the Disney resort that exists in Hilton Head. So this is a huge, huge playground with a pirate ship based on the history of the island that just is unreal. So we were able to speak with Scott about that. And I thought it was a great little interview. Yeah, great. So uh, take a listen to our interview right now. We have Scott Rushy, who's the creative director at Landscape Structures. And actually, this is so much fun for me because he's going to tell us about this wonderful new ship playground that's arriving to Hilton Head. So, Scott, if you want to say hello and let us know a little bit about yourself. Yeah, thanks a lot, Damon. Uh, really excited to be talking to everyone this evening, today. Um, we're in the process of installing a really amazing destination playground in Hilton Head with a really fun theme. And so I'm really excited to get to share a little bit of the story around that project. Wonderful. So this is interesting for our audience because, again, while this is not part of Disney, it is by the Disney DVC Resort that's in Hilton Head. And for a little bit of background on myself, I've been going to Hilton Head at least once or twice a year for the past 18 years. And it's probably one of my favorite places to stay, Um, probably more so than Tom, can I always say it's more so than Disney? I guess I'm going to have to say it. My kids grew up in Hilton I mean, you can, pretty you much. You can say that if you want to. It's yeah. blasphemy, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my kids grew up in Hilton Head, so you know we're very familiar with the area. And when I saw this come across, you know, it's going to be a Caligny Beach Park, right? So, And it's this huge playground that's going to have a ship, which is you know nice because it gives us a little bit of history with Hilton Head Island. So... You know, the one thing that stood out to me right away is this the ship is going to be huge. It's 1,400 square foot, and it's got 29-foot sails. Like, how did this all come about? So it was a really wonderful experience that we had with the actually the mayor of, of Hilton Head that came to us with the idea of being able to replicate Hilton's first ship that arrived at Hilton Head Island. And we were just so excited about the idea of being able to create this uh, playground experience that is so much like what the the original ship was that that brought our you know the founding members of Hilton Head to to Hilton Head, and the ship the playground is actually just slightly wider than the the real ship was at the time. So it's super exciting to see how all of that has come, come about. Hmm. That's yeah, really cool. Yeah. It does look super cool. So, you know, how many kids can be on this at once? Oh, have, gosh. You, have you gotten to that yet? That number yet? <laughs> <laughs> A playground this size and the ship itself being about 1400 square feet, like you said, um, can hold, uh, dozens and dozens up, you know, hundreds of kids really at a time because mm-hmm. there are so many levels to the ship. You know, there's okay. the deck level, there's the under in the, the bow of the ship, um, even being able to climb into one of the crow's nests um, allows for so much activity happening at all times throughout the entire, in the entire ship itself. So, I mean, the pictures are amazing. Like I said, this structure does look absolutely stunning. But what would be the one thing that you would say for you? What is the one wow factor 
of the ship outside of the size, of course. But like, <laughs> what's the one thing that you kind of you, that, that you're super proud of that, you know, it's kind of a little bit different than things you've seen other places? Two things, probably. One, the fact that the sails are as high as they are and that we're using a, a fabric that's similar to an actual sail. So during during a, any kind of wind, you're going to get the feeling that we're actually moving because the sails are going to physically be moving. But the real key fun elements are really focused around the rope play that allows you to go some really challenging routes to go from the deck of the ship down into the ship. It's really super exciting and very playful and very challenging. Oh, no, definitely. I can understand. There's also going to be some cannons that shoot out some cool mist water as well. That's right. Yeah, that's that's one of the big surprises. I think a lot of people aren't expecting that <laughs> water and misting water being integrated into a playground is something that's fairly new. Um, really has only ever been done more as a cooling effect, but this is more of an animated, I get to fire this really fun mist of spray out of the cannons to my friends or my my siblings okay and what does the outside of the playground look like in terms of what is the ground covering going to be outside of the ship so because we wanted to make this the ship and the entire playground itself very accessible we're um and it's actually delayed the final installation of the project is we're using what's called a unitary surfacing, which is a surfacing that allows for children of all abilities, uh, whether they're in a mobility device or use a mobility device, uh, it's going to be a smooth surface that even replicates water running through the ship itself. Okay. And so visually you're going to have that, that experience, but you're really going to get a lot of uh, being able to move anywhere around the ship, regardless of your ability. So the youngest to the oldest, we really anticipate a destination playground like this to have parents playing on it, not just children, grandparents being able to interact with their grandchildren. It really is going to be quite a destination and, and in a beautiful location, too. Yes, that is a great location on the island. Now, what about for the lazy parents like myself that, you know, it's our third kid, we're a little tired, and, you know, we can't maybe do the playground because, you know, we'd rather just sit and relax. What <laughs> what, what is it going to look like outside of the ship in terms for us lazy parents? Sure, there's there's going to be a lot of areas for seating integrated throughout the space. There's there's other air, uh, other zones like swinging zones where kids can go and swing and there's lots of different benches to be able to move throughout the space um, and relax while you watch the kids play because we, yeah, we, we know not every parent is going to want to be running around on the ship or in the, the smaller areas or swinging on the swings themselves. Yeah. First two children. Yeah, definitely. Third sure. child for me, you know, <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm going to be up there spraying the water cannon at other. At other <laughs> yeah. So that's I mean that's that's what I'll be doing. So. <laughs> and this is definitely a destination sort of thing. So you know, for all the people that will be at the Disney Resort, this is something that you do not want to miss. We've posted some pictures of the renderings, and it is really just awe inspiring. And it's, it's it's a destination, is what it is. I think that people will want to go here just to see this ship. I know that's one of the things for me is that you know we've done 
mostly everything we wanted to do in Hilton Head. But now that this is coming, it's kind of like, oh, wow, okay. Right? You do this, you do a little bit of legendary golf, and, you know, you got a, you got a day in front of you. Absolutely. <laughs> I would be interested to know uh, when it's going to be completed or if, if it's already completed. Is this something that's uh, coming soon or is it already already done? So it's coming soon. It should be complete with all of the surfacing, uh, hopefully by mid-summer. It may get pushed a little bit just because of what we're experiencing in general in the, in the world. However, uh, everything is there. Uh, the installation of the playground itself is almost fully 100% complete and should be done, like I said, July, potentially August at the latest, uh, is what we're looking at for an opening for the, the project. So actually, you know what? I do have one more question though. This, this sway fun glider. Yes. What's that about? So it's an, it's a, an innovation that we created almost a decade ago that allows for children who maybe are in a wheelchair that cannot actually get out of a wheelchair that can roll onto what looks like a small boat off the side of the ship that allows them to experience a rocking motion. So it feels very much as if you're in a small boat right next to the ship. So it's a really fun experience that children of all abilities and parents, actually, if you want a place to go and relax while the kids are playing, <laughs> this is the spot because it's like a giant rocker. Oh, okay. I like that. I like that. That sounds nice. Yeah. <laughs> Again, we're going to have to post pictures of this and hopefully, Scott, you can follow up with us and, and see real live pictures of it before we get down there. I don't know when I'll actually be making it down to Hilton Head. We might not be down there until September. So this would be something that I'm sure our audience would love to see. How many people actually are involved on this project from your side? Oh, my gosh. Um, on a project of this scale, so we, we consider this a destination playground. And when you have elements that are this big, um, you end up with you have designers, engineers, uh, 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 our manufacturing cell that is focused on building this. So we've actually built the ship one time already indoors in Minnesota okay. before the ship made it to, to Hilton Head, which is incredible to think about. So yeah. we've probably had 70 to 100 people that have physically touched some element of this project. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. So that's actually, I think, all I had. Tom, did, is there anything else that you no, wanted to ask? You co you covered it all. It's a really neat project, and I, I appreciate you uh, coming on here to, to talk to us about it. I, I, when we shared the pictures, a, a lot of people were really excited for it. So Yeah, yeah. We're, we're really excited, and, and it's funny because we were very inspired by a lot of, of – Captain Jack and a lot of the <laughs> pirates that really helped us develop some of the play experiences, you know, thinking about some of what happens in the movies and how can we almost a sim, you know, make some of that and simulate some of that on the playground itself. So, you know, it's been kind of a fun piece to see really come to life. Wonderful. You can definitely see that influence in the pictures for sure. Awesome. Yeah. You know, thank you very much. Like I said, we're definitely going to visit it when we go to Hilton Head and I'm going to be like, Hey, I talked to Scott. <laughs> I love it. I'm, I'm excited to hear what your family thinks of it. It's, it's a very special project and we're excited to see it get, you know, get in and get open. 
All right. Well, that that's pretty cool. I, I'm excited about this uh, this pirate. I, I'm definitely going to go see it. It's, yeah, you have to check it out, right? It's it's super cool. <laughs> yeah, it definitely. He sent us some cool pictures of it too, so we'll, I'll have to post those along with the episode. Yeah, I want to see what it looks like. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool, especially in terms of a playground. It's almost Disney esque, let's say. It, it it is. I think it's the closest thing you can get to a, a an Imagineer designed uh, playground that I think I've ever seen. So it's very cool. So with that said, we're going to do our ad for our sponsor, our fantastic sponsor right now, and then we'll get into some more things that are uh, non-listener-suggested topics. We do have some news topics that are not necessarily related to the current state of the parks, but maybe some things that could have been or some other funny things that are out there. So let's, uh, let's talk DVC Rental Store. Are you a frequent Disney visitor and want to save hundreds, even thousands on your next Disney trip? The DVC Rental Store wants to help you book your dream vacation for less. DVC members, great news for you. Want to rent your points out for some quick cash? DVC Rental Store wants to work with you, and they are currently renting out points at a record pace. For years, the DVC Rental Store has been helping guests stay at Disney Deluxe Resorts at an affordable price, while also paying members the highest price for their points. So if you want to learn more, go to dvcrentalstore.com or call 1-855-DVC-RENT. That's 1-855-382-7368. Of course, please let them know that Welcome Home sent you, that you heard about them uh, from Welcome Home. They love to hear that feedback, and so do we. Uh, So please let them know if you do reach out to them. Again, that's dvcrentalstore.com or 1-855-DVC-RENT. All right, gentlemen. You need like we need a clapping sound after that. I feel like though. Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's my sound effect. It's me clapping in the microphone. Yeah, <laughs> clapping because of how well I read that, or clapping because of how great they are. If I say both, does that make you feel good? I it does. I okay, then we'll say both. Okay. So, so this is this is tough because I want to talk about this next topic, but. <laughs> We cannot we cannot forget about number nine because I will be remiss if we don't talk about that. About so the last topic. Oh no, yes, got, yes. I got to save that for last because it's too funny not to. <laughs> oh no, I I agree, but I just we we can't miss out on that. No, no, so. no we we won't we won't miss talking about that. Okay. <laughs> so do you, anybody else want to read this? I feel like I've been reading no, like somebody. I don't. Uh, okay. Well, <laughs> you so, go for it. Okay. So this in a recent uh, interview, the former vice president of uh, Walt Disney World, uh, and I'm not going to try to pronounce his name correctly, uh, <laughs> confirmed some longstanding rumors that the original concept for a Star Wars themed land was uh, to include Tatooine and uh, more from the original Star Wars trilogy. So there apparently was going to be a version. Wait, you missed the, the, the Tatooine. Great. The Endor. Like, Endor. I, was get, I was getting there. No, with you Endor. lead with Endor. You always with lead Endor. with Endor. Okay. Sorry. Well, so Endor was supposed to be in there as well. Uh, there was going to be the Cantina. There was going to be a new version of the Training Academy. Uh, there was, and this was going to actually extend. Yeah, wait, this, there it is too. Uh, the, there was plans for the Forest Moon Endor, uh, and and you know there was a speeder bike thrill ride, which was supposed to be part of this too, uh, which sounds really cool, right? Uh, I, I'm wondering, is that like a roller coaster? Maybe with like just like Tron? You, maybe maybe it was like Tron. That's what I'm thinking. Like a like the speeder bike you sit on it and it's a roller coaster. That what I'm thinking. I don't know. That'd be awesome. Now, the one thing that does bother me about this, okay, is that this land was going to be built over the Echo Lake uh, section of the park, which is where Gertie the Dinosaur is. Uh, Gertie the Dinosaur, what's that? I don't care. I don't even know what Gertie the Dinosaur is. It's the big giant dinosaur in the middle of Hollywood (laughs) Studios. It's a, yeah, thank you, Ziggy, for laughing at that. That thing can go. That thing can just go. Build it right over the top of Gertie. (laughs) 
extinction. <laughs> Poor Gertie. <laughs> extinction. Come on, Gertie's the classic, man. Gertie is like that's a that's you know what icon. Gertie reminds me of is that horrible place to eat, which I didn't like. Um, which horrible place to eat? The what is it? The fifties cafe or whatever that you, is. Fifties uh, prime time. You yeah. don't like that place? No. No. The well, you just said like, it was okay. You said you weren't. You know. Yeah. Again, the the what's it called wasn't bad. Did I have meatloaf? Did yeah, I have meatloaf meat- turkey or something? Oh. Yeah, I think it was meatloaf. Oh, but no. anyway, so this was going to encompass that whole area, which means it was also going to encompass Star Tours. So that was going to be part of the of the land there too. So I, I think this is really interesting. I don't I don't know if I prefer it this way. It sounds like you do, Damon. Endor? Yeah, I prefer Endor over what we have now for sure. I don't know, Ziggy. Are you a big Star Wars guy? I'm not sure if I know this. I am a big Star Wars guy. Yeah. Um, it's this is a tough one for me because I really, really like Galaxy's Edge, and I think they did an awesome job with it. Um, especially you guys have to go on Rise of Resistance because that will blow you away. And I can't imagine any. Yeah, I can't imagine anything that they had planned was going to be better than what Rise of Resistance turned out to be. Um, but that being said, I, I think I would have rather preferred a land based on something in the film that that we know already because. That's just really cool when you when you see it on film and then you get to step into into a live set that looks just like that. To me, Endor would have been awesome, or even I don't know, even something like Hoth, I would have loved. Hoth would have been, been cool, but but yeah. see, look at the rest of this. So Java's Palace Dinner Show, I mean, that's fire. And they then, had like a huge Java puppet, Java puppet in the middle of it. I said Java, Java puppet in the middle, <laughs> a big coffee puppet, a big um, coffee puppet. But if they had like a huge puppet in the middle of the rest, that would be cool. Not not only that. But you're talking about a dark ride, explaining the secrets and lore of the Jedi and Sith. Like, that just goes way over the top, and that just would totally seal the deal right there. No, that does, that does sound amazing. That does sound amazing. But I, I will remind you that Galaxy's Edge also did have a, some kind of a dinner show planned, too. So um, this one probably would have got canceled like the one that was planned for Galaxy's Edge would have, too. But, I mean, yeah. they, they, they both would be awesome. I mean, Ewoks. Stuff- Ewoks rolling around. The Ewoks doesn't sell it for me. The Ewoks makes it. I like Galaxy's Edge better. If you're gonna give me the Ewoks, oh no, definitely <laughs> not. I love the Ewoks. That would the, sell it for me. Hey, you know what I did see though is I saw um, what, what's the secret Disney group? That's what Chris Martin. Yeah. So he he asked an interesting question, and it was, that gosh darn it! Now I just forgot, and now I wanted to talk about what it was, and now I forgot. Let, let me ask. I want to ask Ziggy. Ziggy, are you gonna are you gonna try to be like day one at the Star Wars hotel when it opens? Are you are you like uh, really digging that? Definitely. Yeah. I'll, if I can, I'll be I'll be in there. Me and Ziggy are going together. That's fine. We can split it because it's going to be like Heck 10 yeah. grand or something. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, again, I'm hoping that the plans for that are now pushed back past vaccine. Right in my head, I have this line drawn. And it's the vaccine line, right? So I'm hoping the hotel doesn't open prior to vaccine line because then no. I probably wouldn't go. But if it's post vaccine line, I'm there. I'm there the first week. Oh, okay, so yeah. now I remembered what the question was. Here's the big question Galaxy's Edge, Star Wars weekend. Like, which one would you rather have? Yep. Now, if you haven't been to Star Wars weekend, you're not even allowed to answer, Tom. I haven't, so I can't answer, I guess. Ziggy? <laughs> But what do you mean, like a permanent Star Wars weekend, or just having it once a year? Um, so let's go. Let's let's make this. Let's make this. Uh, I can't even do it that way because that wouldn't even be fair. Let's say permanent Star Wars weekend. 
Permanent Star Wars Weekend or Galaxy's Edge? Mm, no, I'll still take Galaxy's Edge. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because what what did you like about? I mean, Star Wars Weekend is cool, but mm, I don't know. You you like it better than having two two attractions? Yeah, I kind of did. <laughs> I kind of did. Like that parade was just ridiculous. Like that parade was worth the price of admission in general. And Ziggy, you probably don't know my Star Wars Weekend story. And this happened to me at Harry Potter as well. So the Star Wars Weekend stories, I had no idea. I was like, Star Wars Weekend? I didn't even know what that was. So we're in Hollywood Studios and we're like, oh, that's kind of cool parade. We'll see what this is. And then we were like, oh my goodness. Like, wow. Like that parade was unreal. I don't know. I I like Star Wars Weekend. I I thought just that whole, you know, more characters being around more often. I mean, maybe we're going to get that in Galaxy's Edge at some point, but well, the amount yeah, of characters. Yeah, that's what I. That's why the um, this you know theorized land that never got built um, based on the old movies. That why it would have been really cool. I would have liked to see more characters involved from the movies you know that we know than than, than what's currently there right now. I, I agree with you on that point. There should be more I, characters. I just don't. Th- yeah, I just don't think in general. Even if you're going to give me characters from the new movies there's just not enough of them there to make that feel real where when you know you were even though it was crowded for that parade like when you saw all those characters i mean there were some weird star wars characters in those parades it was just it felt like more overwhelming and that sounds crazy because the the way that the land is built but to me that's just kind of how it felt well you know it's interesting to me because they they say that a, a good idea never dies at imagineering what if someday they decide to expand Galaxy's Edge, but instead of building Galaxy's Edge stuff, they decide to build these other lands next to them? They're, they're not. Well, I mean, that would be wonderful, but I don't see them doing that, especially with new movies coming out. So with new movies I, coming I don't out. I disagree. Like, I'm just saying you never know. It could happen. <laughs> yeah. I, you're saying in Hollywood Studios or in other yeah. parks? Yeah. As like an expansion, they they start building lands around Galaxy's Edge and, and build these these originally planned lands. But that's not what. Yeah, I mean, Tom. I, listen, I I would I would be okay with. I would love that, right? It would be more than okay with that. But that it's so unfeasible with the way that Disney and money business works. Oh well, but no, yes, you're not right. I would be I would be on board with that. That would be great. But it's dead I, in my head already. If that's I, what listen, you're I'm just I'm theorizing. I'm throwing it out there. Is it, would you be psyched if they brought this back? Because well, there was heck, also yeah. talk. They were there was talk that they were still gonna do the speeder bike ride. That that's still on the table. That that's something they could still make happen. I, I remember reading something about that. that was, was there speeder bikes in the new? Well, there is in the Mandalorian, isn't there? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Maybe the yeah. Mandalorian. Yep. yep. Yeah, know. they have them in Mandalorian. So, I re- I re- and and I refuse to even talk about this next thing. I can't believe you even have this written down. <laughs> I have it in there as a ridiculous thing. Is the baby? They're making Baby Yoda cereal. It's <laughs> so, so I, I I didn't know about that, and I showed my wife before the show, and, she, and her reaction was, "Oh, I want that. I need to eat Baby Yoda cereal." <laughs> I, I so used to, she, she's all for it. I used to run a cereal site. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Wait, but, so so I I thought you might be into this, honestly, but <laughs> they, they don't even look, they look like corn pops. They they basically look to me like they're Lucky Charms with Baby Yodas as the marshmallows. <laughs> Wait, that's what well, you see? What's wrong with that? I didn't really look at it that hard, so I'm just saying. No, that's they what, don't look like that at all. It looks like corn pops. I mean, maybe that. Yeah, I didn't look at that part of the cereal. I was just looking at the Baby Yoda marshmallows. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at this link you sent, and I don't even really see the Baby Yoda marshmallows. I see this bowl of corn pops yeah 
Yeah, it's it. You're right. It's hard to see. They're just barely the ex- green. The execution isn't isn't hasn't wasn't done very well, but <laughs> no. the idea is good. Yeah, the idea is good. I just put it in there because I thought it was funny uh, that they're making it's amusing. It's different. definitely amusing. Yeah. So I, there's a, there's another thing on here of of what could have been for some reason. Uh, this this guy Dan uh, that was the uh, the Walt Disney World vice president is talking about all these things that could have been, and we've actually talked about this before. I feel like, or I maybe I yeah, I think we have. Yeah, yeah but I, this is a confirmation essentially. This was supposed to be an expansion, though. I've been saying for a while that if they redo Rock and Roller Coaster, yeah. that they could do it as a door chase roller coaster uh, theme to Monsters Inc. Which I still kind of think they might do someday. And I think, Ziggy, I feel like you've had this on your site before, too. I might be making that up. But <laughs> now you're making I, stuff up for Ziggy? Wow. <laughs> no, no, yeah. I, have, I think I probably have talked about it. Yeah, because yeah. it's, rum- it's been rumored for, what, 10 years or something, or maybe more. Well, now it's confirmed that it was supposed to happen, but instead they decided to put more kid-friendly things in Hollywood Studios. And it, this was originally supposed to go on Soundstage 1, which actually became a third track for Midway Mania. So... It's interesting. I, I'm I'm wondering though, do we still want to see the door coaster? I mean, obviously, listen, Aerosmith is not going to age forever. I mean, do kids now even know who Aerosmith is? I don't know. It's loud though. Kids enjoy loud. Kids enjoy loud. <laughs> I have no interest in that or this. I'm not a big Monsters Inc. fan in general. Oh, okay, fair enough. I I, I would love it. I think it would be cool. I don't know if I would want it to replace Rock and Roller Coaster or not. Um, to me, the area of the park that could use you know, a facelift would be um, where the launch bay is. That whole area you can you can take out now and put something else in my opinion. Or, or over you there. could bring back that all the Star Wars characters, right? See, I don't know why they don't do that. It must be just a money thing because you have all those costumes and all those characters. Imagine if the launch bay had all the characters from Star Wars Weekend. Well, I yeah. wait. Did, did they unreal. close launch bay officially? Did we talk about that? I haven't heard. I haven't heard that. I because I don't think you can do. Can you still do character greetings there? I don't. I don't know. Yeah, as far as I, the last time I was there, they were doing them. But it's but it's only. Oh yeah, you're right. When I was there in October, they were still doing it, even though Galaxy's Edge was open. So I don't know. I, but I the Jawa is not there anymore, right? <sighs> I don't. Jawa think they, was awesome. I don't. Yeah, I, I think you're right about that. Uh, like, but why? That's what I'm saying. Like, you have the Jawa costumes, right? You have all these super cool bounty hunter costumes and all this, like. Why can't they just be there? I guess it's just a money thing. So yeah, yeah, probably it's, it's is. Money, and people, it's budget. Yeah, and the, the thing is, like, Ziggy, like, me and Tom were talking about this uh, and Trevor before, like, well, I don't know. Tre- not everyone loves Star Wars. It's true. Yeah. A lot of people are actually happy to, that there's a lot of the Star Wars is in one area of the park and they can just avoid it. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's, that's true. To me, you should, yeah, no. To me, they should t- just take out that whole section where the launch bay is because Star Wars can be over in Galaxy's Edge now, and then replace this area with something else with monsters or with uh, another property, cars. I don't know. You can put almost anything in there. Something Pixar related would probably make sense, but that to me, that whole area is a is a waste of space. I think I think it would be kind of cool, especially if they could make it so that there's like a door in front of you on the coaster, like so you could, you know, actually feel, or we're, even like doors st- in between the cars. We're still talking about this Monsters Inc. thing, still. Yeah, yeah, we're still oh, okay. talking about the Monsters Inc. thing. I thought maybe I passed out when I choked on my body armor or something. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Are you not interested in this anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I I think it's an interesting topic. I think it's kind of cool. But I, I I wish they would do something like. This. At the same time, though, I also understand 
you know, Hollywood Studios doesn't have a ton of really kid-friendly stuff. Like, young kids. Like, my daughter. But isn't that what it's made for? So think about it, right? For me personally, I don't even have young kids anymore. But at the end of the day, if you're telling me that I can kind of avoid a park because it's not for young kids, like, that's actually great rather than putting these all over different parks and making it harder for me. I, so you're you're arguing for just having a park that's like all thrill rides that's not in any way for kids, and then you could just avoid that park. Well, I wouldn't avoid it, but yes. I, okay. Well, I mean, I, I for me personally, I'd want to go to all the parks regardless of how they're set up. But you but know. think about it: if you could get a day back, like let's just say that's not you, and you don't travel, and you know, three times a year or two times a year, like wouldn't that be a good solution? It's it's not a terrible idea. I, I think it's probably a terrible business idea for Disney. Oh, 100%. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, <laughs> like, of course. Like, they want everyone to go to every park, right? So, but but yeah, no, I, I don't think it's a bad idea in the way that it could be cool if they just had a park that was all thrill rides, right? So what would you want to see Rock and Roller Coaster turn into? I, 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 I don't... I like it. But it can't be Aerosmith forever. Kids don't know Aerosmith. It could be. Don't say it can't be, because it could I, be. You're saying they could, they're just going to keep it that way forever? Yep. Long I mean, after if Aerosmith is gone? If you, yeah, because then all of a sudden it becomes, yeah. That's actually true. Then it would become kind of nostalgic and like cooler, right? Um, I don't think they will, but I mean, I'm okay if they did. Let's put it that way. If you're okay if they kept it that way forever. We, we can't even talk about the next thing, because the, the best Hercules was the show with, with my man Kevin. So it's not even worth it to talk about a live-action Disney well, Hercules. Well, so... Th- so they're making a they're making a live action Hercules and the Russo brothers. Uh, you know, if you don't know who the Russo brothers are, they did a lot of the a lot of the Marvel movies, uh, including you know the Avengers Endgame and uh, Infinity War. So their 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 production company is producing a a uh, live action of Hercules. I think the thing I want to talk about is who who do you think should be in the main role? Kevin Sorbo. Kevin's what? Are you, is Kevin Sorbo is old. Hercules has got to be young. Kevin Sorbo. That's crazy. He's the, the only one that can ever be in the role. I think The Rock should be Zeus, personally, but... <laughs> um, yeah, that we would lost, be good. We lost Diggy. Yeah, we sorry, lost. I think my, my headphones died. Uh, no, it's okay. We, we were just talking about... We moved on to the Hercules remake, unless you wanna, unless you had any idea of how you could get rid of Aerosmith and, re, and re-theme the whole uh, rock and roller coaster ride. Yeah, I have no idea. That, if they're not going to do the monsters, then I don't know what... I think it has to be replaced eventually, because I think Aerosmith is a little bit outdated for for kids today but what they can do with it i think it would be good to if they could use something marvel related but at oh. this, they they, they can't really so they really can't unless they get the rights to it back at some point right well that would be nice <laughs> yeah if if they if they could ever make that happen so we were talking about the hercules remake the live action hercules remake and speculating on who should be casted in the uh, main roles the mountain the mountain what it's like zeus <laughs> <laughs> from game of thrones game yeah. of thrones yeah uh, but as hercules as hercules yeah no he can't be no <laughs> oh, he's too big he can't move yeah he's way too big for that. <sighs> what about jason momoa okay i could see it he's still pretty big though right you need what? a scrawny hercules person. is big dude What's that? I know, Hercules but at first big. he's scrawny, though. At first he's scrawny, so they got to do like that Captain America thing they did in the in the first movie, where they where they make him look tiny and scrawny, and then he's big and jacked at the end, right? I mean, because you're you're basing it off of the cartoon, right? Is that's why yeah, you're saying it so much? We're basing it off the of the yeah of the original. 
<sighs> Although I did read another article that said that they're not necessarily going to stick to remaking the original, that they're going to kind of do their own thing. Yeah, the skinny Hercules is stupid. Like, it's... Uh... No, just he's big and that he's big and that's it. So I don't really care for Jason Momoa. So I'd rather see the mountain. There you go. That's me. I just feel like the mountain's too big. Um, Hercules is go ahead, what the strongest person right in the world. Like, yeah, but he's also got to be like. I feel like the the mountain is like so big that he like can, can barely walk and move. Like Hercules got to be nimble and quick and and what? young also. Did- the mountain's not young. Yeah, but didn't like he's he's sparred with Conor McGregor. Like <laughs> he can, he can move around. He's all right. All right, Ziggy, what are you, you're gonna say something? Ziggy. Uh, yeah, I mean the the problem with the young, I was gonna that kind of threw me off because I was gonna say, what about somebody like The Rock? That's he's old too. But I was saying The Rock for Zeus as opposed to Hercules. Because he's older, right? So he's a little bit older now. Not that that he's, you know, but I could see him playing Hercules' father. But like, what about like, you know, uh, maybe I was thinking somebody younger that's like jacked, like a Zac Efron or, you know. Did you just say Zac Efron? I did say Zac Efron. How old is Zac Efron now? He's like in his 30s, maybe. I think that fits. No? You want want somebody younger? (laughs) I don't know. I, I've heard floated uh, like Anna Kendrick for for the Meg role. I think that's good. Yeah, okay, I could see that. Yeah, I, I don't know who you cast as Hades. I, I'm I'm trying to think. I mean, oh, you know who rocked Hades is the dude that did it in Descendants. I'm not gonna lie, he definitely rocked it. Who did it in Descendants? You know, uh, I have to look it up. Um, <sighs> who was that? Whoever it was is <sighs> no, am I? No, um, no, I don't even know. I'd have to actually, like, I'd have to actually know how to use the web, I guess. Oh, you have to use the internet. Okay. Ziggy, were you going to say something? Sorry. I have the perfect one for Hades. What about Tom Hiddleston? Loki. Oh, you know what? I like it. I like it. You know, it's funny that you say that, because it almost would be funny if he was Hades, and then you got Chris Hemsworth to be be Hercules. It'd be kind of funny. That would be kind of funny. Cheyenne Jackson. Again, I'm I'm sure you guys aren't big Descendants fans, but in fact, I'm I had not. to watch it like 30 times. I'm going to tell you, he rocks the house with his Hades. Okay. Because cause the thing is, he rocks the house with his Hades because it's just, he's funny, too. Like, it definitely works. So I would say that's who I would want, at least for Hades. Interesting. I'll, I'll, I'll have to look that up now. I, I, my, my daughter's not of the age of Descendants yet, so we're not, mm-hmm. we're not there yet. But someday, I'm sure we'll be into Descendants, right? All right. Well, anything else with this you guys want to talk about, or you want to move on to this last uh, this I want last to move topic? On to this last we, thing for sure that, that we teased earlier. What's that, Ziggy? Go ahead. Yeah. No. Let's do the last one. <laughs> so I love this story. I think it's amazing. A uh, Florida man uh, faces trespassing charges after camping on former Discovery Island uh, in Walt Disney World. So for those that don't know what Discovery Island is. <laughs> there's there's an island that's in Bay Lake that used to be kind of like almost like a mini animal kingdom. It was very mini because it's just a little island in the lake, but it had like animal exhibits and stuff like that. And Disney straight up abandoned it after they closed it. They just left it. And so there's buildings still there. 
when I took that boat tour on my honeymoon, actually, they took us on a tour around Bay Lake and around Seven Seas Lagoon. And the, the guy pointed out a whole bunch of stuff to us, including Discovery Island. He was like, that's Discovery Island. And you could see some of the structures still there. Well, this guy decided that he was going to go camping on Discovery Island. <laughs> so... <laughs> He just decided to go over there and go camping. Uh, apparently, he was sleeping uh, in one of the buildings, and and they were trying to reach him. He, he described the island as a tropical paradise. <laughs> so, I don't know what you guys think about this, but I think this is a pretty hilarious story. I think it's awesome. Yeah, I didn't read all the details on it. I just I saw the headline. And I read the when it first came out, and I read the just a brief story. But how did he even get there? Like, how did he get onto Disney property right now? Like, isn't that area closed off, first of all? And then what did he have? Did he have, like, a raft with him or something that he took over there? Like, how did he do it? That's, I, you know, I didn't see that detail anywhere, Ziggy. That's a good point. Did he swim over there? Because, you know, it's well documented. There's there's alligators in there. There's, there's you know, there's uh, snakes. There's all sorts of things in that lake. You don't really want to swim in that lake. But some people don't care about that stuff. I mean, would you swear? <laughs> some no, people, you're right, I, I, don't. I, I wouldn't, but no, some people don't care about that. I, I mean, I think that's awesome, though. I, I mean, I can't even lie because I just, I, I think it's really cool. <laughs> like, that he did I, this? <laughs> yeah. Like, I would, I, you know, again, if there was, you know, no legalities that's involved, cool. I think that this, this is pretty awesome. But then it kind of makes me think about where else would I want to camp? Yeah. I'd camp River Country, haunted River Country for sure. I'd camp the <laughs> heck out of you that place. You can't anymore. It's gone, though. It's gone. You can't do it. <sighs> Yeah, I know. That's sad. Um, <laughs> well, would you? Okay, okay, well, you could camp in the middle of the original Ellen if you wanted to. Would you do that? <laughs> um, but what, what's the left in there? It's all gone, right? Well, yeah, it's all gone now. So, but I mean, back when it was in its heyday, would you have camped in there? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, but I'd rather, if you're talking about I can go back and camp anywhere, then I'm camping in river country. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. I'm, Ziggy, were you going to say something? I'm sorry. No, I, would, I know he got banned, but is that like. A lifetime ban? It's got to be. I would. I, I would I think it's a lifetime ban. Yeah. Do you, how, how do they enforce that? I've always wondered how they enforce these lifetime bans. Wait, why, like, because you got to buy tickets, and once you buy tickets, I mean, couldn't you just use a different name? It's not like you're giving them your social. You know. <laughs> yeah, you technically could. Right. I always wondered that. Like, how do they know? Like, how do they? Can't you just maybe you know, Disney make, has like face recognition stuff running, and we just don't know. They probably do. They secretly probably do. I'm they, sure that's they, coming. I'm sure that's coming to the turnstile soon. Oh yeah, you're probably right about that. Uh, replacing the fingerprint with face recognition. I, they kind of already do that when your fingerprint doesn't work, right? Well, they have a picture. That's not necessarily face recognition. Well, we don't know what they're doing with that picture. I mean, that is true. Uh, but it is interesting. I, I'm trying to think of where I want to to camp out. What about at? Tom Sawyer's Island? That would be kind of cool. That would be awesome. That would be cool. That, I'm surp- I, I wonder if Galaxy's that's Edge. Oh, Galaxy's Edge would be cool, too. Galaxy's Edge would be cool. Yeah, that would actually be really cool to camp there. I wonder if anybody's ever tried to sleep over the night in River Country, like just kind of hang back and duck away in one of those caves or something. <laughs> That's I'm I, I'm almost wondering, like, has anybody done that on Tom Sawyer Island, right? Because you could just hang there. I, listen, oh, first of all, let me say this on the front end. We are not encouraging anybody to break into Disney property and, and camp overnight, especially while they're closed down like this. So do not do it. We are not encouraging Tom, you to do Tom that. Tom says especially do because they're closed down. Yeah. Do yeah, not blame okay. us for this. We're, we're not encouraging this behavior. Okay. <laughs> because we know there's a lot of videos and, and you know, you can go look at this on YouTube if you feel like it. There are people that have gone to Discovery Island and explored or Discovery Country. Island. Yeah, Red River Country too. Yeah, both of them, right? Mm-hmm. 
So you can watch videos of people that have decided to, you know, break the law and go and check out some of these abandoned areas. Uh, but yeah, so don't do it, please. But Tom Sawyer Island, would, I think, would be pretty cool. Uh, I, what about Pandora? Pandora would be cool. Remember they had that promotion going a while ago where they were offering to camp in Pandora? No, I, I'm, I don't care about Pandora. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, right? You wake up and the bioluminescent lights are, out, uh, I, are I, on? I really hope that the new movies do something for that area. I thought you liked it. Yeah. It's cool, but I I hope that it kind of gets... You know what it is, actually, for me? It has nothing to do with anything other than it's just too small. Really? You feel like it's small? I feel like it's pretty big. No, I feel like it's just a little too small, and I just it kind of annoys me. I mean, it's because you're you're, you're comparing it to Galaxy's Edge. Galaxy's Edge is so much bigger and so much more walking space than Pandora. I I felt that the same... I felt that way, Ziggy, though, right when pandora opened i kind of felt like i kind of felt a little disappointed because you go over there and you're just kind of like oh okay that's it all right we're done like i don't know there is one there is one more pad though for for an expansion so i would imagine at some point with the with the new movies if if they are a hit then they'll probably put in another ride so you might get a little bit more i think that would make me happy yeah i think my hate for pandora is more of just the size than what's actually going on there. Because actually, it's one of my favorite quick services is over there. I love it. I was going to say, would you camp there if they kept uh, Satuli Canteen open all night for you? You could just oh, go heck, get a yeah. late night snack, like 1 o'clock in the morning, you know, go get one of those bowls. Yeah, I definitely would do that. Pods, the cheeseburger pods. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You get one of those burger pods. Have you done the burger pods there, Damon? I don't eat beef. That's right. I don't either. So, yeah. But they veg- I think they have vegetarian pods, too. Yeah, they do. Are they, they got mushrooms in them? I don't do mushrooms. They might have mushrooms in them. That's why. I'm not sure. Ziggy, have you done the pods there? The, the, I haven't had the vegetarian ones. Though. I've had the, I'm definitely a carnivore. <laughs> no, so I've had the, I've had those ones, but I haven't had the vegetarian ones now. But so, the, the regular ones are delicious. Yeah, I mean, I just don't eat beef. Like I eat pork and chicken and I don't eat seafood either though. So that makes it difficult sometimes. I understand your struggle, Damon. I'm in the same boat. I don't eat beef or seafood, so yeah. <laughs> I'll eat beef occasionally, but it's not my favorite thing. It's like if, you know, in certain ways I'll eat it. But Yeah, yeah. I've been eating beef in 28 years, probably. Wow. Yeah. It's a long time. I think I haven't eaten it in 28 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I had a burger tonight, so. <laughs> this is why we have Ziggy on, man. Exactly. <laughs> well, and the, the first time we had you on was to review the Food and Wine Festival, so, and, and we... And, yeah, unfortunately, yeah, we didn't I, get that last year. But no, and I'm a, I'm a little disappointed now that we didn't have Ziggy when we I came back from my trip, so we could talk about all that cool holiday food. Uh, did Did you do the holiday one too, Ziggy? Did you go to for that one? I did. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't do a whole review on all the booths like I do for food and wine, but I I did make my way around and taste you know some of some of the snacks that looked the most appealing. To- did you did the pine the pine cone thing? That pine cone that was in the Starbucks. Nope. Ah, that's probably one of the best things I've ever eaten. Wow. Well, yeah. What was it flavored? Um, it was it like a almond sort of thing. Like you know how like when you know something was good but you couldn't really describe it. It was that's just exactly delicious. It, it was just so it. delicious that it overwhelmed anything else in my mind. Okay. Okay. Next year, if if, if they have it around, then I'll get it definitely. Chocolate chestnut pine cone is what it was. Okay. Okay. Have you guys done flower flower and garden? Yeah. 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 I was at flower and garden last year. 
Well, no, it was the last day of Flower and Garden was like my first day at Epcot. So I, I only caught a little bit of it, but I was going to, I was going to be there for it this year and, you know, when I, for this trip, but unfortunately, obviously my trip got canceled. So couldn't do that. Well, if we have food and wine again, you know, eventually in the fall or whatever, then I'll come back on and, and do it with you guys for sure. All right, cool. That sounds good. That sounds good. So anything else we want to talk about this guy camping on uh, Discovery Island? Because hmm. I, I think it's uh, pretty hilarious. I, I just think. think it's awesome. I mean, it's what attraction would you do it inside? Would you do it inside one of the attractions? Because I, I think it would be kind of cool, too, to do that. Inside one of the attractions. Well, Ellen would have been the perfect one, I'll tell that you. That would have been a good one, yeah. Um, the aquarium? No, nah, because sharks scare me. So, no, probably not that. What about sleeping in the uh in the in the the little lobby area? Well, I don't want to call it the lobby area, but the the area on uh, the Millennium Falcon ride where the little couch is. Just sleep on that couch for the night. I'd do that. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, I don't know about that. I mean, for me, I don't, I don't know. What about would you have slept in the Alien Encounter ride? No, no, <laughs> why? No, <laughs> Ziggy. What were you going to say, Ziggy? No, no way, man. That that thing freaked me out. Yeah, <laughs> it gave me nightmares. <laughs> I wouldn't sleep her there. That'd be crazy. Can you imagine yeah. waking up though and like looking up and be like, ah! <laughs> you know, it's it's funny because I'm sure other people would say the same thing, but I almost feel like if you didn't do certain rides, like you you just you missed out on Disney. Like you know, like you just I feel bad for like my kids that did we did my kids must have gone on Alien Encounter, but. Or maybe I did. I don't even remember. I have to go back and look now. When was Alien Counter over? When was it like actually over? Over? I want to say like the late nineties. Yeah. yeah. So then that my kids right. would not have done that. But I, I saw so many people with kids going, "Oh, you're making a big mistake. <laughs> you're making a mistake." Closed and, in two thousand three. Okay. Yeah. So my kids wouldn't have done it. And then again, this is going to be all. The only problem with that ride is is all the people that got hurt because people got messed up on that ride trying to yeah. like get out. Like, and trying to sit down in those seats, so many, like, busted ankles and busted legs, but, man, you know, or 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. I guess I didn't know about the Disneyland, this this knockoff version of it, but it's now that- It's not a knockoff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, it's, the, it's the original, technically, right? It was no, in Disneyland I, before I'm, Disney World. I'm jesting, but, <laughs> yeah, like, if you miss out on certain rides, I mean, they're gone. They're over. That's, That's it. true. Yeah. That- Spaceship Earth would be a cool one to sleep in. I would sleep in that. Oh, nice! Yeah, That'd which is a little creepy, though. though. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why would it be creepy? Westworld. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> but so, you can say again, that about for, any of the rides, though. No, you no. But see, that. I have to. I have to say this though, because again, go watch the original Westworld, and then it becomes oh, a lot different. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I get you. I mean, I think it'd be cool to just camp in the middle of Epcot. I think that would be cool. The Land Pavilion. That would be a nice place to camp. Yeah, I guess. At the well, at the reason I was thinking of Spaceship Earth because at the top you got the the scene with the Earth and then all the stars, you know, the, the outer space scene. So oh, that that's would, true. That would be kind of neat place just to at the end when you're all done, just lay down and chill out and go to sleep. Yeah, you know what? That's a good point. That's a that would be a really good place to sleep because you just look up and it's the stars, right? Space so, Mountain too, then. Yeah, you could do that. I don't know where you would sleep, but yes. Well, how do you even know? You've never been on the ride. That's, I mean, that's a fact. I'm just saying, where on a roller coaster, where you, it's, it's a building filled with a roller coaster, where are you going to sleep on the floor? Yeah, in the bottom of it. All right. I mean, I guess you could do that. I could play all the games on the way. Okay. 
<laughs> we're we're probably getting to the point where we're starting to get a little punchy. Ziggy, it's like two o'clock in the morning for him, and and this is getting that past is true, yes. bedtime. So we maybe we should wrap this up, guys. Okay. Do I get to wrap this up? Yeah, if you want to. Okay. Wait, do we pour out a little Dole Whip for Trevor? Right, because he's not here, and then because he yeah. was supposed to wrap up. All right. So let's see. Mention the, the email. Whip. I'm sorry. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> we do miss Trevor, but uh, yes, we you do know. miss Trevor. But we love Ziggy too. So yes. We anyway, do. welcome home podcast at gmail.com. I mean, you can send us email, but honestly, your best bet is to catch us on our Facebook group. Wait, is Ziggy even part of our Facebook group? I don't know. Are you are you part of our Facebook group, Ziggy? No, I don't think so. I might not be. I follow your page, but he's not part of our group. The group, yeah, I'll have to. Gosh darn it, Ziggy! You need to have your page like our group. That's what you got to do. Okay, there we go. Because that <laughs> way the... we that way we can talk to Ziggy. Everyone's missing out if you can't, you know, hear from Ziggy. That's, That's what true. I would say. Uh, by the way, Damon, but yes. just an update, really quick. I have mailed all of the pins. So, oh, to the people, pins, yeah, all the pins. Have oh been my mailed goodness! Out. Please, okay, so good. So, it, please on Facebook, if you've gotten your pin, po- post a picture of yourself wearing it. That would be awesome. The, the, they should come to everybody within the next week, except for our one listener, uh, Alex, who is over in the UK. Uh, you should get yours uh, sometime in 2021. 20, uh, okay. uh, <laughs> so considering I sent something to Trevor in Canada like three weeks ago, and it's still not there yet. So it's going to take some time. But all the other pins have been sent out. I, I am missing one address from one person on the list. So okay. we're going to try to find them. But all of the pins have been sent out. And those, nice. uh, all of our listeners that won the pin should get them next week so and, and you have to send ziggy a pin too gosh Tom. I, you know i got but it's you know it's gonna take eight weeks it's gonna to take get forever to get to ziggy too yeah so. that's true <laughs> so we we would say we would solicit questions for the next podcast but we're not because we still have other questions we need still to go over yeah, yeah still have a bunch to go over um social media gosh i, I don't even want to say give us a review on facebook if we're going to get what we got from the other people gosh just stay home um but that being said <laughs> if you if you'd like to give us a facebook I mean excuse me an itunes review anyway go ahead you can go ahead and do it and our youtube channel gosh can't even mention that yet there's what one video doesn't count there's two Oh, there's two. That's right. Uh, and if you want to buy anything, store it at welcomehomepodcast.com. And, oh, wait. So, the, yeah, the re- really, the real reason why I want to do the wrap-up is is that so we're starting. We're not anyone in this group, unfortunately, even though maybe Tom and Trevor would be great, doing a Netflix Originals podcast, which I will let everyone know about. But if you hate me, don't watch it. Don't nice. listen to that one either. But if you yeah, like I mean, me, feel free. Right? <laughs> I mean, it's going to be the same Damon on that podcast. It's going to be the same Damon. It might be Jeffrey the Puppet might come on too. You never know. <laughs> well, if you ever feel like inviting me on, I'll you know I'll, I'll join you if you ever want me on. Of course, of course. <laughs> if there's any, if there's any like like Disney shows now, they're all going to be on Disney Plus. So if we if we venture out to the other ones, then that would make a lot a lot of uh, a lot of listeners happy. I'm sure. Yeah, it sounds good. That sounds like fun. What is it called again? What did you, did you say? Uh, Boomtron Podcast. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Ziggy, you want to talk about your site really quick before I, I do the full wrap-up here and uh, just a plug to your site or anything else you want to plug today? We, we appreciate you being on. It's always yeah. fun having you on, Ziggy. Yeah, no, I love it. It's uh, great to be on with you guys, too. Uh, every time is fun. Um, yeah, if anybody who wants to check out my site, they can. It's uh, ZiggyKnowsDisney.com. You can also follow me on Facebook. I'm pretty active on there. Uh, for some reason, I'm not following your group. Yeah, not active enough, I guess. Yeah, that's what it's not about. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's where you can re- reach me the, the best, probably. And uh, otherwise, on my site, like I said, we're doing a lot of stuff for planning. Um, right now, it's a little bit challenging because we don't know exactly what's going to happen 
uh, with the parks, you know, when they're going to open, how exactly they're going to be, but we're staying on top of it. So as soon as we know what's going to happen, uh, I'll have some something on it so that you can go on there and, and organize your trip the best way you can. So uh, we'll have to hang in there for now until until this thing passes over. But yeah, so that, that, thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate it, and you know, it's always fun. Thanks, Ziggy. We appreciate it, man. Uh, and, you know, of course, don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home, Ho- Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, just about any podcast app that's out there. Just search for Welcome Home. And, of course, pick the one that says DVC and Disney, not that other imposter Welcome Home out there. <laughs> Still want to have them on the show. I really do. I, I don't even... What is their show even about? I, I know we talked about this. But I don't... I don't <laughs> like raising a family. They talk about, I think, like cleaning their house and stuff like that. I think we probably give them more traffic than they probably get on their own. <laughs> That's funny. I like it. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, as a reminder to our listeners, Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company, and as such, any and, op- any and all opinions we express on this show are our own. So, talk to a Disney cast member or a DVC representative for anything we talked about today. Big thank you to uh, DVC Rental Store for uh, sponsoring this episode. Really, really great company. Please uh, work with them if you want to uh, rent some, uh, you know, a DVC room and maybe try out DVC if you're not a member yet and are thinking about becoming one. So uh, check them out. Of course, join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion and DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. This is Skipper Albert Awal, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. When we hit a chair How she can cuddle Is no man's affair I looked around from pole to pole Found her in a sugar bowl